1: And welcome back to the first episode of 2021's Cut to the Grace. <laughs> um, I've had a rebrand. She's ready to go. She's ready for the new year. Now, I was going to do a whole episode of like New Year's resolutions and like 2021 is going to be the year. But let's be honest, I'm not down for that. I'm not down for that. I. Honestly, I think 2020, like, not to put it down at the start of the episode, but 2020 was the trailer, 2021 is the film. <laughs> so, I've got something better for you lot today. I have got big baby, my bro, whoop, whoop. Billy Nevers. Yeah,
0: boy, <laughs> I've made it. I uh, made he it. We made it. Made it to cut to the grace. And guys.
1: not only did you make it onto cut to the grace, you made it as my first guest of 2021, boo. Y- that
0: is a title. Cut to the that Grace is 2021 title. first guest. That's me. That's me.
1: That's you. Um well, do you want to introduce yourself for the listeners? Um, Hello
0: to the listeners. This is so this is so <laughs> crazy. Hello to listeners. Our Billy Luke Nevers. Um yeah. <laughs> I'm Billy Luke Nevers <laughs> and um this is so funny because I listen to Cut to the Grace all the time I've listened to every single one um so oh, stop. I'm Billy Luke Nevers I'm in Angelia <laughs> with Miss Gracie um and yeah I cannot wait to a little
1: <laughs> but we actually met on Spring Ooh, yeah. Awakening in what year was that 2015 or 2016?
0: 16 I think 2016? oh yeah
1: because when i was in second year yeah 16 so we did spring awakening at the curve with um nymt crazy and what? it was great do you have any memories I from that what was I your do. first impression of me
0: oh my gosh no i actually was trying to think of this the other day and i feel like i i just cannot remember that because i remember the first week we didn't have any sort of like creative team did we We just were sort of like there in in the Easter week. We were just sort of all just there, and there was no team.
1: We were Um, just workshopping it. I
0: forgot about that (laughs) week. There was no team, so I I don't remember like any sort of like introduction to any. I just sort of remember being there, Um, and then it's just a bit of a blur to when we started doing the show. But all I I, it was it was one of my favorite shows actually to this day, like doing because it was just so much. It was so much fun it was so much fun but I don't yeah think,
1: and working with like Nicolai and Lee Proud oh and yeah
0: it was crazy Dougal. and I was young at the time Mad. so I was I was a bit I was a bit like you, what the hell is going on
1: you were young you were what 15 15
0: 2016 yeah 15
1: <gasps> that blows my mind I was 15 and I think that was my first impression of you I was, I remember being like how is this boy so young and so good and then you did that do you remember your crumb solo in whispering <laughs> <laughs>
0: We don't whispering. talk about it. Boom boom, t- boom, 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 shaka like <laughs> boom cat, cat, boom. We don't talk on the bench. Poor Claire trying to sing her song. There's me giving you full boom cat behind her.
1: <laughs> I feel like if you if you know the song Whispering from Spring Awakening, I feel like it's one of those low key ones.
0: Yeah, it's but you'll no you'll
1: be thinking what?
0: <laughs> yeah, what? There was a crump solo in Whispering, a full on like, yeah. Oh, it was. Oh, I was Kieran Lie before Kieran Lie was Kieran Lie.
1: <laughs> yeah literally and do you remember we used to do um, didn't we used to do like moshies
0: yes and we <laughs> used to do <laughs> <laughs> and everyone used to push each other after it was when we were doing like, <laughs> everyone um, used to
1: start screaming
0: when we were doing what was the song it was it was when we were doing um, <laughs> probably totally fucked yeah I think it was or bitch of totally, living like, one of the two and at the end we just uh, yeah. uh, we just ran in and started just pushing each other <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> And then it became a
0: thing. <laughs> it beca- every time it was done. God.
1: <laughs> I forgot about that. That was a crazy group of
0: people though. And those pe- that cast has done yeah. so well. Everyone in that, like a lot mm. of people have done some amazing things now. Wow. Yeah,
1: it's great. What a throwback. Good times. What a throwback. Um, so I don't think I've ever told you this, Billy, but I actually always find myself, well, of recent... I found myself speaking about you in all my workshops and I do it every time and I always put Basically, I always speak about you for two examples. So number one, I speak about you when when I'm teaching, um, you know, in raw when we have to turn and get really low and um, oh. our choreographer Jen was like, Billy, you got to get lower. You got, because Billy's very tall. How tall are you, Billy?
0: I'm like six foot three, six foot something. So and that's why we call one. him big baby. On spotlight six foot one, but <laughs> six foot six foot three, I think.
1: And then you go to auditions, you're like, someone's lying, <laughs> but it's not me.
0: Not me. Not me. <laughs> not me. Not me.
1: Um, but basically whenever whenever like we need to get low when I'm teaching on Zoom. I'm like, okay, everyone. You have got to think of Billy Nevers because he's really tall, way taller than the whole <laughs> ensemble, and he always has to get low. So we're gonna channel Billy Nevers, and then I find myself I going, it. one, two, three, and cat. Billy Nevers up and boom, boom, shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh time.
0: my gosh, I love that. I. Um, I love Literally.
1: I do it every time I always forget to say um, and then the next one was um, whenever people ask me if drama school is the only option doing a three year degree in musical theatre oh theater, that classic I say no 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 because Billy Nevers he's killing it in the West End age 19
0: mm. well we try we um, try so
1: that is what I want to I really want to talk to you about that today because it's oh, a yeah. question I get all the time about people asking Obviously, I know you went to Art um, Sick Form. Yeah. But like you, yeah. I feel like the way you've managed to get your jobs, <clears throat> not just from me. Um, <laughs> but, I mean,
0: I got a We Grace. need to talk about that we as well. We need to talk about that about as
1: well. That as well. Um, but like, it's through your work ethic and connections. So, first of all. Actually, actually, I'm gonna cut back. I'm gonna roll back, rewind. rewind we got to do gratitude with grace. So we'll talk about this after. So okay. I want gratitude with grace. I'm not letting that slip because that was my favorite part of the podcast. I just love love a bit of gratitude. Gratitude, mm. we're all about so, the
0: gratitude.
1: All about it, especially now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, five things today, right now, in this present moment, you're grateful for. Hit me.
0: Oh my gosh. Um, to be interacting with. <laughs> Grace, That's something I'm grateful for, not being, you know, we're not in the presence of each other and we get to, you know, do these amazing things online in in this isolation. Um, I'm grateful to be healthy. Um, I'm grateful to be thriving and, you know, Living life to the fullest as much as I can. Um, I'm grateful for the toast I had this morning because let me tell you, the toast mm. that I cooked this morning, which you know when it's not <laughs> what too, did you have? when it's not too burnt, but it's not too you know that one where it's like a nice like it was just good. It was good. The toast was good. This and this morning. is
1: what lockdown 3.0 has done to be...
0: <laughs> the, toast.
1: the toast. The toast was like not too brown.
0: It was lush. The toast was brown. It was good. Good. Let me tell you that about the toast. And what else am I grateful for? One more thing. I'm grateful for, let me tell you what I'm grateful for, the Circle USA. Because that kept me going for the past two days. I've been watching the Circle USA. Wait, 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 wait.
1: wait. I just clocked what you just said. The Circle USA. Yeah. As in the circle that was... On the Channel The circle was in where they in the rooms and they connect with people on the thing and they have to pretend to be other people. It's
0: on Netflix. (gasps) I didn't, and you're going to die because I didn't know this either. There's a USA version on Netflix, which is like 12 episodes. And I watched the whole thing in the last two days. And then coming out this year is the circle celebrities. So <gasps> there's like a celebrity no. circle where people like, um, like Geordie Shaw, Charlotte Crosby, um, like loads uh. of different, like t- celebrity, like some YouTubers are on there, like loads of different people are on there. Um, and are uh, you can either go as yourself as a celebrity or be a, another celebrity. You can pose as like someone else, another celebrity.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: I'm obsessed.
1: What YouTubers are going on it? Do you know um
0: I think uh Saffron Barker, who was on the strictly, um I think yep. she's the one doing it. Um shot I know Charlotte Crosby's doing it. Um they've all gone out my head now. But it's a very good oh God, very you. good lineup. Pete Wicks. Wait, mean, Sam Thompson and Pete Wicks know. from Made in Chelsea, I think.
1: Oh, okay. I didn't watch that. It's
0: just a lot of like reality kind yeah. of that yeah. sort of, yeah
1: oh that is just but i don't get why they didn't do another one of them like in the first lockdown because that would have been such a good program so to film in lockdown because you don't see anyone
0: and it's you such literally a, don't
1: see anyone i think
0: it's such a good concept you i was obsessed with it on netflix because there was this guy i'm not going to spoil it for you because i'm hoping you're going to go watch it yeah but there's this yeah, I'm guy called shoe and shoe is the sweetest guy <sighs> i've ever seen he Aww. he went on there and said i've never had social media i just want to go on and be my authentic self and win the competition just being me and being and i was like that
1: oh i love that, that is
0: it and he went on there and, and he was the cutest cutest person he was so sweet
1: did you watch it when we were in manchester
0: yeah yeah, yeah.
1: and who, who was your favorite because it's just speaking about that do you remember tim yes the, the older yes. guy and yeah, he got on really say. well with Woody
0: yeah I was going to say and now they're like
1: besties there's,
0: and that's what I was missing this time because there wasn't any older people in it there wasn't many older oh. people and that's the, get
1: Tim back it was
0: my favourite he was my fave on the last one like oh yeah I love it I love it yeah love, love, love. right
1: listen if you're, if you're listening to this you're probably like what is this but you've got to watch The Circle it is so good get on
0: The Circle What.
1: What do they say again when they pick up the thing?
0: They go, what's it? It's, um, message. Yeah. Hey, Circle. This one was the USA oh, one. Yeah. They are like, hey, Circle, message, shoe bomb, L <laughs> M yo. you're so funny, send.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to go on it.
0: Same. Um, I want to do it.
1: Oh, uh, well, they were all lovely. I actually love them. Um, and just in general i know it's a really tricky question but like how are you finding this 3.0 oh down
0: um i mean i think i was prepared i was ready for it i knew that it was going mm. it was going to come yeah um i think it's 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 a shame because of um ju- the str- the difference of struggle this time is that um we're experiencing it through a time where we've almost had things back of what we were longing for. So like doing Mm. things like, like the Rolls Will Never Play concert that we did and performing and things like that and doing, um, seeing shows like seeing Six and Jamie and all these things open up and, and then suddenly like a month later we're back to where we started almost a year ago is it's very yeah um it's more difficult this time because it's almost like the carrot was dangled in front of us and we grabbed it and now we're yeah we're back um but i thought like that the first like the first couple of days it was kind of you know difficult but i think with that in mind you just have to sort of think well it's happened before we've we've got through it before and we've found ways of staying positive and getting out the other side so i think it's just a case of you know just sitting on what has been given to us we've obviously been given this for a reason and i think we just need to you Mm. know let what happens happen and by the end of it we'll all be in a better position so i think you just gotta keep i just gotta keep on trying to tell myself that we'll be okay and with that i'm feeling a lot better how are you feeling yeah
1: yeah, no, I mean, you articulated that so well, like pretty much everything I was thinking. But <clears throat> I just, I think the same. And it, it, my fear is that it's this whole carrot dangled in front of us is just going to be like an ongoing cycle. Yeah, I get just what gonna you It's going to be mean. like a bit of life back to norm- normality and then lockdown. And do you know what? Like, obviously, if we've got to do that, we've got to do that. But But it's just so frustrating. It's Um, now frustrating
0: seeing countries like New Zealand and Australia like declare virus free and it's like... It's like get me there. Yeah, it was That's so, what I want to be doing.
1: Someone I spoke to had like a FaceTime with someone in Australia or something, and they're like, oh yeah, we we've only just had to start wearing masks again. Like they've got to the point of not wearing masks. Like that is so wow. just seems so far out of reach. Like yeah. I'm making masks for the next five years. Yeah, well, I said, I <laughs> said, probably... I don't
0: think I'm gonna go on the tube now and not wear a mask. Like there's yeah. things that oh, this same. has like that has I've thought why was I never doing this before like yeah why was carrying
1: I, hand sanitizer why was I not doing that, that?
0: so yeah
1: yeah yeah and I think my main thing with this lockdown is like I really gave myself a Christmas because I was like I deserve it like mm-hmm. I am switching off I'm stopping my projects and I'm having my Christmas and I did that and I really extended it and it's because like i'm sure you can agree like being in the industry we're in it's so rare to even have a christmas like because yeah. you're usually running back k- jumping on that train to yeah. get home have christmas day then you're back boxing back day morning yeah. for a two show day <sighs> 10 show weeks like that's the normality of our world and yeah there is a part of me that's like that's what makes it feel like christmas because it's just fun yeah but um i was so ready for like a proper childhood christmas chilling on the sofa but now i've like really fully invested in that i can't get out of it (laughs) because now we're in lockdown so i feel like i'm still in christmas mode like i could watch a christmas film right now yeah
0: i was saying i was like i was like when we finished i was actually really lucky and listen we have to talk about the fact that you killed it in 2020 you killed (laughs) the game in 2020 um the last part of 2020 for me was actually really busy when I was did, did The Grinch mm. and went off and did loads of different mm. other things. So I was saying, well, once I finished, the last thing I did was the Rolls Will Never Play concert. And I said, well, now is my Christmas. And I give myself an excuse to just do nothing. And like you said, it's now extended past that point of Christmas where it's like, I'm still doing nothing so it's about I was Mm. I was sort of I didn't realize until now that I was using I was having excuses for doing nothing I was like well I've done this so I can do nothing I've done this so I can do nothing now we're back in like how it felt in March where we've just been plummeted back into nothingness where we've got nothing to try and cling on to like oh well I did this not that long ago so now I need this break like it's now very much just like crazy but I have faith in the fact that you know These things will, like all the amazing things that were created in the first lockdown, we're in that position again. So hopefully more amazingness will continue to shine through.
1: Mm. And you know what, Billy? I know you'll share your love for this, but I don't know what your situation is, but my local Nando's is still doing delivery.
0: You best believe I I had one yesterday. You best believe I had one yesterday. (laughs) You best believe.
1: (laughs) And they weren't open in the first lockdown, and I struggled, like, big time. And
0: you know me and my Nando's. You know me and my Nando's, I said.
1: You know, I would walk between shows, I'd come into Nando's, and Billy sat there on his
0: own. I don't play about. With his chicken. As soon as I heard raw, boom, get me to Nando's. Yeah. (laughs) Straight away. (laughs) Get me there. How many times I was sat in Nando's and Jackie Morgan called me saying, You're on. And I was like, I've eaten far too much money. I've eaten far too much money. I've eaten <laughs> far, too far too much, much foods now to do the show. So I was like, We've got to go with it. But I would never change that for the world. Love you, Nando's. Uh, I love, love it. You, Nando's.
1: <laughs> we love you, Nando's. Um, and we have to talk about the Grinch because I remember talking yes. to you about it when we did um, Strictly Come Dancing. And obviously, like, what a cool experience getting to do that with Sky and stuff. But I remember you saying about the whole um, isolating in the hotel room and all oh, this stuff. Like, how God. did you find that? Because not only is this thing, like, obviously we don't want to dwell on it too much, but it's not only affecting our lives in general, like we talk about wearing masks and hand sanitizer and stuff, but it's going to affect our jobs and we're probably going to have to go back and do stuff like this when we reopen. Yeah. So what was that like?
0: See, I um, surprisingly really enjoyed it. That was one of my favourite parts of the job. Um, I, the job was so random anyways. It came up so randomly. Uh, it was such a quick sort of turnaround. So when I found out that I was, mm. they were like, yeah, part of the contract is you have to um, stay in a hotel for three weeks and you're not allowed to do this. That. I was like, whoa. Uh, yeah this is this is a lot but um slowly as we started rehearsals i was like this group of people the company was so great uh was such a lovely group of people and also it allowed us to uh create our own little non covid world um because mm. everyone had been tested we were the only people in the hotel we were getting private Uh, transport from the hotel to the studios so we were able and all that was because they wanted us to be able to interact with each other and not socially distance and whatnot which actually allowed for so many people to be in close contact with 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 each other and feel safe so it sort of was like three Mm. weeks of being in a different world of being like covid doesn't exist in our in our world here um And it was Mm. so nice to sort of just be normal again and be in a rehearsal room and be able to like be able to hug and be able to like do do all the normal things that when I was doing Jesus Christ Superstar was very much a no. Yeah,
1: Yeah, eyes on you all the time. So like,
0: yeah. And it made the experience so much better because we all knew that and, and it made it harder to leave because we all knew that like, when on our last day, we were like, tomorrow we have to go back to normality. Um, but staying in the hotel, let me tell you, they, NBC set us up with some cute places to stay. So I was not angry about that. <laughs> we had like our own, these, these like apartments on top of apartments, Westfield, yeah. like for the first, when we were rehearsing at Three nice. Mills, um, we had these like apartments in Westfield, which were really cool. Then we went to the Hilton in Wembley. Like it was cute and really cute. Yeah. and. and I had some really good friends at the job like Idris was doing it, so I mean Idris were always just doing something like it was just such (laughs) a good it was just such a good three weeks and I mean obviously doing the the filming and stuff was really cool but I mean my favorite part of it was this not the socializing but the 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 company morale was the best part yeah um yeah but yeah, the the sh- the show was cute as well. The the show was cute. Yeah, I mean, and you
1: look cute. I
0: mean, I was wearing some <laughs> whack. I was wearing some whack wig, some pink thing. Sutra, Sutra did me. You know, she was like, "You best believe we're putting you in your hair," but pink. I loved I said, it so much. I said okay.
1: I literally loved it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. It and was
1: fun. um, what was it like doing, getting to do Jesus Christ Superstar again? I bet that was oh
0: my gosh, mad. Um, I. I just remember it was at the we'd I'd actually been in that time I can't I can't even get my words out in um, when I got offered the job again it was a really quite a difficult time it was around May June time which was the rise of the black lives matter movement and um, it was a lot of uh, you know a, a lot of uncertainty with what is happening covid wise it was very much an unsettling time and then to just randomly be hit with this news of you'll be doing this show nine times a week starting from next week Nine. i was like i was like what i like well this is this is crazy that this is this was never in my thought process to one revisit that show ever again um Mm. because i never thought it would come back again or i never thought you know and to, for two to be able to do it in its place where it was originally created in a theatre that I've always wanted to perform yeah. at, it was just like, I was like, what is going on? And then then we started and like within a week from getting the, everyone getting the phone call to, to first day of rehearsals was like six days or something. Um, so to go from doing nothing Whoa. to doing Drew McConey for nine times a week was... <laughs> um, was something that I was, was, was something and yeah. my, my neck was broke up um but <laughs> it actually made the the experience even that more special because i knew that the first time i did the show i was straight out of college i was in good shape i thought i was you know i was ready to just be you know break my neck all the time full out give you bang, bang, bang. and then this time i was like yeah. i've had four months of nothing i've been you know i've been lazy i've been Eating my nando's and now <laughs> I've got to do this nine times a week. Nine times a week. Um, but no, the show was just so wonderful. It's one of my favourite shows because
1: Oh, it's amazing. It's
0: just, and
1: from from like the first from the overture till the end, I am literally like tingling on the edge of my seat. I'll never forget when we all came, like the whole cast of Ad Juliet came oh, to the barbecue to watch it. Because that was my first time seeing it. And um, I just remember, like, when you're all running down the stairs, I was literally like, oh, my God. I felt like I was on a ride.
0: It's, it's, Do you know what I mean? It, it's that kind how, of like, that's, oh. That's how I explain it. Like, it's very much... And this mm. time they cut the interval. So we had no interval. And it was just straight through the whole time. So once you stepped on the train, there was no getting off. It was, like, yeah, straight through, bish, bosh, bosh, like, 90-something minutes of just full out. And then... It was, yeah. it was over. Um, the sh- It was, like I said before, it was it was quite difficult because uh, we were right at the peak of COVID. This was the first show that had, that had happened. They were very much yeah. like, when we were teching the show, it was like our stage manager would stand with a two meter pole and measure out how far people were from each oh other gosh, on like wow. everything. So like if I turned the slightest bit whilst I was singing, if you're in three meters of someone, you can't, yeah. you can't sing. So it was very much like, Billy on this line, don't sing. So you can turn. So like Temple <gasps> for me would be like, roll on up for my, for the best in town. Cause I was turning, like, it was very much like, a machine and off Whoa. off stage was the same. Like we'd go off stage. It'd be like, Billy, you have to stand on two until Cedric has walked past you. And then you can walk to six, get changed on six, go back to two, wait until this person. So it was like, literally <gasps> like a machine. Um, so that was quite stressful on top of doing the show, which is stressful yeah. anyways. Um, but yeah. to have, to be able to have done that and to, um watch audience reactions of people that hadn't been to the theater in so long and it you knowing it was their first time back at the theater um mm. was just amazing and the uh, the energy even though it was only like 30 percent capacity um the energy was yeah. still electric um yeah so I bet. it was something special it was really something special and it's that show i think now i'm 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 done with the show now i think that that was the last yeah. <laughs> time i've done it i'm gonna do it um so it was nice to actually like revisit it one more time in a different form and just be like i'm happy i've done that you saved me in a time where i thought i was never going to be performing for a long time thank you mm. good night jesus christ superstar but yeah, yeah. It was it was <laughs> wonderful it was wonderful
1: and So, just going back to like how you broke into the industry was that that was your first job, right? Yeah,
0: that was it was.
1: And so, how did that come about?
0: Oh my gosh, how did it come about? Um, I was in my, I was in year thirteen, doing my BTEC and A levels and whatnot, Um, and I had an agent um, that I had been. I'd been with them since I was, like, f- around Spring Awakening time. Around Spring Awakening mm. time, I'd signed as, like, a teenager. So I was do- I was doing, you know, commercials and whatnot, trying to do that sort of thing as at that sort of age. Um, and I s- just kind of stayed with them. Um, and I was now, like, I think, what, 17? Yeah, 17 when I started Year 13. And I was... One day, just got a phone call from my agent, and I never would get phone calls from my agent, I just it would never happen. And she said, yeah. Oh, you've been called in for um, for the Lion King, and I was like, Oh, okay. Um, and I was at school, I was like, Okay, uh, I was like, I'll go, yeah, of course. So I went and auditioned. Then it actually, you know, I for a young 17 year olds, I was, you know. Got very far, and I was that was a that was actually a big thing for me because I was like at this point I was auditioning for drama schools and i was um also auditioning professionally um so I was weighing up the pros and cons of well if i'm getting to finals for these jobs, mm. like is it essential for me to go off for three years and do something um and yeah. so when I did the Lion King, it was for Pippa, Pippa Alien and she kind of just sort of took me under her wing and was like, Audition for this, audition for this, be in front of these people, like and just sort of put me up for everything that I was right for that she was auditioning for at the time. Mm. Um, so I was every week was sort of in for something different. And for me as a little seventeen year old, I was thinking, This is crazy. I'd be like I'd be like, <laughs> I'm I'm here in a jazz class and I'll finish my jazz class and they're like, right, you need to go in for Book of Mormon on Tuesday, and I was like this is cr- like, this is. I'm just. Yeah. I'm doing my Mountfield audition on Tuesday. I can't go. Um So yeah. it was. It was. That was all a bit crazy. And then um, I had worked with Drew Macconi, who is a choreographer of Jesus Christ Superstar. On thirteen. No, I did. I did. Dear at I did a show of, like a, sm- oh. a small show with Drew. Um, like around the same time as that on like, like around 2012 time. So I was like. 12 or 11 or something Um, and he's the he's the person that told me to go and audition for NYMT he said I'm doing these shows at NYMT come and come and do them and audition so Drew had almost you know pushed me into trying to take musical theatre seriously so I always sort of admired Drew in that sense from afar I was like appreciating his work and then I remember getting a phone call being like do you want to go in for Jesus Christ Superstar and I was like yeah go on go on then um let's let's do it um and then within it was a very quick audition process within a week in march i'd done a singing call a very full out dance call um withdrew, um and then did one final singing call and then the next day i just remember being at arts ed and was in uh i think i was in like a silent study lesson um it's <laughs> a funny story i was a silent study lesson where you're not allowed to speak no phones just do your work this and the other and i remember my agent was calling me and i was i was waiting on the phone call to see if i would got it um and my agent rang me so i just got up and i left the class and my teacher was like where are you going i was like i need to take this phone call and then i was like got in trouble for leaving the class but you know what can you do <laughs> left the, <laughs> you gotta
1: do gotta do left
0: the building and my agent was like well um you've got Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You got Jesus Christ Superstar. And I was like, huh? She was like, yeah, you, you got the job. And for me, this was such a big thing because I'd been auditioning for a few months and been getting, no, he's too young. Uh, we think he needs a bit more mm-hmm. time. Uh and I, then suddenly I was like someone's someone's taken a chance on me and has given me the job um and mm. that, that was huge because I hadn't I, I never thought that was even an option I was just doing all these auditions for experience um so mm. I'd got into art set at the time I remember my like Mountview audition was like a few weeks after so I swiftly cancelled my Mountview audition um I was I was then debating, what am I going to do? Am I going to go do Jesus Christ Superstar? Because it was in the summer. So I was like, can I do Jesus Christ Superstar, go to Arts Ed? I don't know why I was thinking I was going to do that. but that. Yeah,
1: was... I remember us being at rehearsals and being like, yeah, I was still going to go to Arts Ed. And I was like,
0: what? Yeah, listen, I don't know what I was thinking, but I thought I'm going to do Jesus Christ Superstar, then I could go back to Arts Ed. I don't know what was going on, but that was a moment <laughs> in time. But then I, so I finished sixth form a few months early, and went off and did Jesus Christ Superstar, which was crazy. I started when, yeah, I think I started when I was 17, turned 18, doing the job. And then, you know, the rest is kind of history. I mean, the rest has sort of just... And then... Then we move what, on to What Miss even Gracie. happened with... The,
1: what happened with Stuart Burt when he... Why did we not have another swing? Or did someone drop out? I, remember I can't so, even I, remember. I remember
0: so clearly. I just remember. I think... What I was told by Stuart later on was that they just realized that they needed another swing. they just worked out that it yeah it i feel like it, that's... it wouldn't work with only having two yeah. boys um so they were look- yeah. they were looking for someone and I just remember get yeah, I was in the interval of <laughs> of Jesus Christ superstar show um and you messaged me being like um." With a screenshot of the um, of the breakdown and being like, Oh, get your own um, get- <laughs>
1: I'm literally your agent, yeah, Billy. Literally
0: <laughs> you did the trick. She just sent me a screenshot being like, um, get your agent in get you in for this, you'd be great. And I was like, Oh, um me, but I was I don't know if it would work. I finished Jesus Christ Superstar like the, like on this day and it's like, you go to Manchester on this day. Like I was like, I don't know if it would line up. I'll see what I can do. So I text my agent and was like, um, I've been told that there's an audition for this show. Um, could I try and get in for it? She was like, yeah, yeah, of course. I'll push for you. Um, and then I remember, this story is hilarious. I remember um, <laughs> I remember then getting an audition and texting people like, I'm in on Friday and... Um, And you were like, okay, amazing, amazing. And I saw you at every single time I went there, I remember. Because on the Friday I went to an audition and I actually wasn't going to go. I know, what a craziness. Imagine if I hadn't gone. I wasn't going to go because I had a show and I had to be at warm-up and the audition was at like... 10 past five or something. And I was like, I've got to be at warm up. And it's at three meals, which is a trek, anyways. So I was like, I don't know if I can go to this. But my agent was like, just go, just go, we'll we'll sort it out. So I went and I literally was in this dance call for like 15 minutes. So I remember being there for 15 minutes, Kendra teaching me, boom, it's my life, gum, gum, it's not. And I was like, okay, this is hard for one. I was like two. There's about 50 boys in here. I walked into the room and there were boys doing backflips. These like giving me like giving me all of it. Give me bumcat. And I was going, oh, okay. So this is what this is what they're looking for. So I I went in thinking, yeah, no, this maybe not for me. Um, tried my hardest though. gave gave as much as I could. And I was there for like 15 minutes. And then I said to Stuart, I said, listen, I've got to go. I've got to get to got to get to work. He was like, okay, and I remember saying to Stuart as we were walking down the corridor, I was like, um, he said to me, oh, well, if we want to see anything more, like, we'll get you to self-tape. And I was like, oh, okay, amazing, thank you. And in my head, I was thinking, they need someone immediately. They're not going to ask me to self-tape anything. They ain't got the time um i haven't got it so i rang my agent as an as i was in an uber to the barbican like oh yeah forget it don't think i've got it There were these boys doing back mm-hmm. they obviously want that kind of thing that's not me they ain't got time for me me just being me vex vex because it didn't go how i wanted it to go and i was like <laughs> i was like okay forget it forget it let's let's try and find something else um and then she rang me 10 minutes later and was like no they want to see you at 10 a.m tomorrow morning and i was like god i was like god i wasn't living in london i was living in surrey so to get to three meals from surrey meant like a seven o'clock wake up um i was like okay i will go so i went in the morning um and i remember being there in my in my lovely trousers and my ready to sing for them and i remember jackie morgan Big old Jackie Morgan. I remember saying to me, going, "Oh, um yeah, so just you can just warm up uh, uh, physically in the in the hallway." And I was like, "Gosh, I've got to dance." I was like, "God, I've got to dance." I was like, "Thank God, I have my warm up clothes in my bag." Because I was like, "Oh, I've got to dance." I quickly oh change, my God, thank quickly God. stress, 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 change, 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 do the dance <laughs> again. And it was me and this other boy me and this other boy and I just remember him saying to me, I don't remember his name, I'm sure it's a lovely boy, I don't remember his name, but he said to me, oh, I did West End Live with Aunt Juliet. And I was like, oh. oh yeah. I was like, oh, okay, so you know the choreo. I was like, so you know the I was like, so you know the choreo. I said, okay. And it was just us two in the room with Kendra and Luke. And I just remember we were dancing and then we sung. And I was like, okay, thank you so much. Um, And then I was walking out the audition and I saw you and Kerry. um, And and I was like, yeah, I'll let you know. It was just me and this other boy. I'll let you know how it is. um, If I find out, I'm sure it'll be today or tomorrow. And you're like, yeah, let me know, let me know. And then within like half an hour, I got a phone call being like, yeah, um, they've offered you. The, they've offered you the job. You start on Monday, um, and I was like, "What is going on?" So obviously, Mad. I had to, had to text Grace, who sorted me this job, <laughs> sorted me the gig.
1: I've actually just found the message that I. Sorry, can we just take take a minute to appreciate that I'm I DM'd the casting director for your ass. I DM'd the cousin. Who do I think I am? I believed in you. <laughs>
0: you believed in me. You believed in me that much. You put yourself out there and said. listen. But I feel
1: like Stuart Burt just is that guy. Yeah, like he, you is. Just, he is. He's just so nice. He and I put. Is. So sorry I couldn't find your email, but I just wanted to recommend an amazing guy, Billy Nevers. I believe he's with Williamson and Holmes currently in JCS. Hope you had a great day.
0: Oh my <laughs> and he put, gosh! Hello, lovely.
1: His agent is already pushing him to thanks for the tip-off.
0: Oh. Tip off. The tip-off. That's it.
1: I pushed him over the cliff and he gave you the job.
0: Listen, and I remember, then I <laughs> rang you, I FaceTimed you, and then I was saying hello to everyone on the FaceTime, be like, hello, hello, getting ready for the show. Being like, hello, <laughs> hello. And, and I remember being so nervous going on, on, on the Monday because I was I remember speaking to Sophie Usher about this like later on in the job. Um, but we were like it's so crazy going into like a company of people that have already worked together for so many weeks
1: yeah and and it's just but it's thinking about that now you say that it's just so weird to think that you weren't in the workshop like that actually i just think you were there
0: i just i i just remember so vividly being like well all these people have like done and i remember (laughs) my first day of rehearsal i've still got the voice note of me trying to remember these harmonies and i remember everyone was just bashing out the the songs like and knowing i was like oh my god i was like how am i gonna learn this i was like how am i going to learn this and then then slowly i didn't become the new boy anymore because we had miss sophie usher come in and then she had a much harder job than i did um yeah but it was just all so quick and all thanks to miss gracie oh stop not at all i would not be where i am today without grace (laughs) she got me right here she's now cut to the grace i'm doing it for her she made me who i am today
1: thanks billy i'll drop you the hundred
0: pounds
1: so you've come into the industry super young super young, amazing obviously overwhelming and then obviously i'm I'm really interested to know like how you felt coming into the industry not only super young but as a person of color. Yeah. And was was what the industry is <laughs> which is weird and wonderful in its own ways yeah. when it comes to that. But was it what you expected? How did you find that?
0: Honestly, no. No. Uh it's not yeah. it's not what I expected in many ways. Um but I'm I was surprised at how lovely it was, if I'm honest. That was my first impression. Yeah, dra- me too actually. At drama school, they make it out like, you can't do anything wrong, you can't put a step, you can't put a foot wrong because, did and I was like, yeah. they are so nice. I was like, everyone is so yeah. lovely. So that was the first thing for me. Um, and I always, And when I say like, oh, I didn't train and whatnot, I always feel like I'm faking it a little bit because I did go to art ed and I did do this and the other. So I have a little bit of, of an idea mm. of what they made it out to be like, but, I never thought that it would be the way it is, but I Mm. sort of knew from the get-go what it was like um, in terms of how I was gonna be viewed. Um, Like I said, my first auditions were for The Lion King and for uh, Book of Mormon and things like that. And I I was seeing the same people at every audition. I was seeing the same small group of people at every single audition and I was thinking, is the industry this small? I was like, is the industry really this small that I can, I've can? i met every single black person that is auditioning for every show at the moment? I was like, this is crazy to me that we're all... It was very much like, oh, you're in for Mormon next week. Okay, see you then, see that. then. Like, everyone sort of was just in for the same stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, mm. I was like, oh, okay. Um, and, you know, there's things that... Uh, uh, there's an expectation of what you need to sound like as a person of color, what you need to perform like as a person of color, and for me, coming from a place like Arts Edge, where you know it's quite, um, they train you to do a very musical theatre sound and give you very, mm, like, love legit, love legit, love, and I'd come from that where I was, you know, trying to where I'd sort of no shade to Art Said, no shade, where they tried to take away the natural. Um, the natural part of my voice which I now just won't sh- stop singing in but they try, to, they try and strip that off you and try and make you sound something you know a bit more generic so I was going into the audition singing like that and you know they'd ask for other songs that are more you know they say have you got anything more soulful or more so you then I then start to think oh so do they want me to sing how I would normally sing or do I do I need to think about what I've been told to sing like, or do I do? So yeah, that was my first break from auditioning into the industry, where I thought, okay, um, I'm now a bit confused as to what is expected of me. Um,
1: yeah, I had I had an identity crisis. Yeah, I, literally. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and
0: I mean, it's and especially when you're um, when you're of a mixed um, ethnicity, it then becomes even more confusing, and I'm sure you understand. Mm just as well that you know you start to then just be put in places where you could be this you could be a bit of that you could do a bit of this you could do and it's like you're not dark enough for this but you're too light for this or you're and then you start to feel like oh my god like I'm being where do I fit what am I doing what am I actually where is my place because it seems to be that everyone else has a sort of and at at drama school they talk about your cast ability and what you will go with and it's very much like oh so the places I thought I was going to be I'm now apparently not you know I'm too I'm too I'm less of that and I'm more of this and I'm so it all then started to get very confusing Um, and I actually got very lucky in being cast in shows that are you know just very diverse um, and very uh, same. Just, yeah, with Six and... With Jesus Christ Superstar and Juliet. And it's very much like... Mm. I'm lucky to be in those positions of being in a diverse Mm. company. And both...
1: But all three of our shows have absolutely nothing to do with... Yeah, no. ...anything. No. Anything to do with what we look like.
0: Yeah, and I always say it's a, it's so funny that those are the two jobs I get because every other job that I auditioned for was based on what I looked like, was based on a stereotype yeah. of myself. And obviously I just was not giving the best stereotype that I could. But when I went in and just gave them me, that like, is what shone through. Yeah. So that's why I always say, I'm like, Jesus Christ Superstar didn't want anything in particular. They wanted someone that is themselves and can look any way, shape or form. And and that's what obviously shone through. And I think that's an ongoing battle and conversation that is had with when do mm. we stop with, you know, the stereotypes and when do we stop yeah. not allowing diverse c- companies. When do we, st- like, it's, it's just an ongoing yeah. conversation, yeah. isn't it, that
1: and I I find I just found like that's so interesting what you said because my 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 neck hurts from nodding right now I was like nodding the whole time you were talking about that because my experiences were so similar but at the same time the complete opposite because i was told at drama school by a teacher that i need to work on my airflow to sound more soulful and i need to learn oh, how wow. to riff because these are the jobs that i'm going to be going up for because wow. people think i'm black i say in inverted comments wow. hi i'm asian yes. i'm asian and i was being told i need to learn how to riff and then that made me go into six Being like, oh my gosh, I need to sound like this person. I need to sound like that person. I need to learn how to do that. I need to learn how to do this, which obviously I'm always trying to learn how to do new things. No, I'm like, and but I was thinking it for the wrong reasons. And I was thinking it because people don't realize that I am Asian. And it took me so long to even just like accept that I am never gonna sound like that. And I never, I don't want to. I want to sound like myself. I want to put my voice which, you know, I guess it's changed a lot since I was at drama school. But at drama school, I sounded like a Disney princess on helium.
0: Yes. Like,
1: I sounded so young and it was all legit and that was my thing. But you start to think in your head after all these comments that I made at drama school of, you you don't look like the way you sound, so you need to learn. But that isn't even what my blood is. No. Do you know what I mean? So why would I? Yeah. So it's it's just... and and hearing you come from the other side of they try to make you into the opposite end it makes me like you just can't win you can't like, if win. you feel like you just can't win
0: and I, and I find that you know I, I find that you and I and I'm always try to think I always try to think maybe maybe I'm delving into it too much or maybe I'm but I really don't think mm. it, it, it is that I think it's just it's crazy how every person of color has had similar experiences in establishments like that and um i think also on quickly on the topic of drama school i think it's impossible to be a person person of color and thrive on a course that is fully tailored around what white people are expected to do in the industry and i mean i can only speak on that from where i have been but i mean where i have trained was is very good place for allowing i mean this is a very controversial statement but it's very good at allowing it's very good at allowing white people to thrive and it's very good at yeah. training white people to do what they are good at and if we go back into the you know if we delve into the history of art which really is what we are learning how to create we're completely mm-hmm. teaching a westernized way of Dancing? Why are you telling me that dance is the found ballet is the foundation of dance? When for my ends from my ancestors, the foundation of dance is something completely different to what you are teaching me. So you're teaching me mm. you're teaching me to follow the path that you feel like is now considered the norm. When my when if I spoke to my family, what their foundation of all of these things are, whereas we talk about singing, their foundation of singing is not bel canto or a still. Their foundation of singing is something completely different. So I from the get-go from the from the roots of the syllabus that they teach you almost feel like you're not right for that from the get-go yeah. um and so then when you are so then when you are going out into the industry and you're trying to make yourself known and trying to be as authentic as possible but you're also trying to uphold this fake it's just so crazy how you know, people of colour are expected to just slot in, and there's no yeah. there's no specific tailoring for, for them. I mean, if we're talking about shows like, let's say, Hamilton, or these, these diverse shows are very much a different style of musical theatre, and I mean, I don't know why that is, I think that's another conversation to be had, but a lot of hip-hop is explored in these shows that possess a diverse company, a lot of contemporary singing and a lot of different styles that aren't taught in these uh in these institutions are, are what is expected of people in the yeah. industry so i don't know why you wouldn't teach that to people that that is going to affect i don't know why you wouldn't yeah. why you wouldn't say let's add a hip-hop like at art said i never had any sort of not I did it outside but I, I didn't have any sort of hip hop or any anything that would you know th- these things is what I'm going to go out and going to be put in positions to do. So let's try and what I say and what I've been trying to push when I've been speaking to places that I've been is this try and not all stick to the same syllabus because that doesn't work for everyone. And yeah. And it doesn't But do
1: you know what the argument will be Billy? The argument will be there isn't enough people.
0: This is what and I... And then
1: you have to ask, well, why is there not enough people? Why does that matter? Why does the quantity matter?
0: This is what I mean. I mean, what, there's not enough people to, to to what? There's not enough people to level out. There's not enough people to... Like, if there's one person, that makes no difference to if there was 50 people. That one person is still as important as a group of people of colour. I mean... Yeah. And paying I, the same. Literally Oof. paying the same money... If they're paying the same money, they deserve the same training. So, and I also think it's impossible to have a, it's impossible to have a good drama school experience if you can't see yourself represented in the teaching staff. It's impossible to feel like that is the right place for you if there's not someone that you can, like there's not someone that you can identify yourself with. And that goes for all mm. things. That goes for, you know, sexuality, race, gender, size, so many things. Yeah. If you can't see yourself on the teaching staff, how the hell do you expect to get through that with a nice mindset and, 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 a, and a positive perception of yourself? How can you expect that of your students if it's not reflected in your staff, which is what I don't mm. understand. But
1: Yeah amen and we could this is a whole whole episode
0: yeah yeah
1: (laughs) I might have to bring you back for this episode I would love to
0: I would love to because Billy's ready to go in listen but I also think it's because (laughs) it's because I'm young and I think as much as being young sometimes you know is I'm I've seen it with fresh eyes I've seen it with you know Mm. and and I've been in a system that is so old that it's like I'm I'm why am I doing a a, f- a 60 year old syllabus why am i when there was yeah. probably none of <laughs> there was no one that looks like there was no one that looked like me doing the syllabus when it was created so why am i still doing it now why is it not yeah. why is it not changed now that this syllabus was created when you know there was a lot of tension between a lot of races and you're cre- and you're just expecting me to slot in it's what I don't understand. We're fresh now. We're in twenty twenty one. We're in a new decade. So for anyone that's listening yeah. that is in charge of institutions or faculties or anything, let's try and let's try and spice it up. Let's try and freshen it up and make sure that everyone is comfortable in what they are doing and learning, because
1: yeah, and that goes for e- I think that goes for each individual because yeah. I just felt like me jade uh maya louise shaq all the people of color on my course we felt like the group and we felt like the bane ones yeah and so we were the ones who people number one assumed we're gonna do well just because of the just because of the color of our skin
0: but i think i think i think that i think that's the case with you know everywhere when i was when i left sixth form it was very much like oh yeah he's done that because you know this that the other and you sort of feel like your um your ethnicity is put before your talent and that is never yeah
1: I will never ever forget when me and renee had an encounter with a pal who um who called our ethnicity a niche
0: a niche
1: a niche with a capital n a niche
0: hmm yeah about <laughs> we that. were
1: shook and yeah. i am so angry and we still talk about it together to, to this day i'm so angry that we didn't do anything we d- we were just so shook we were blank
0: <laughs> we were I mean, just blank it's oh god i can't even oh god it's just uh and
1: but it it makes me it does it i say to her that still to this day why didn't i why didn't i say anything why didn't I say anything? But hey, you can't you can't beat yourself up on those things, especially now where I'm educating myself, I'm learning about it, I'm learning about my privileges, I'm learning about my injustices, and now yeah. I feel like I know I'm more equipped with what to say. Yeah. And it's sad that back then I felt like I didn't know what to say when someone called the way I looked a niche. Yeah. But now I feel like I could be like, no, no. you're wrong, because this, 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 yes. you know what I mean? Yeah, completely. And that's what's important, I guess. So if anyone's been in that situation where you're like, fuck, why didn't I not say anything? Just learn what to say and then you're equipped for the next time. Yeah. And if it's bothering you that much, you go back and you say, by the way, this has stuck with me for a very long time and I need to tell you why. I mean, the amount of times Um, I did
0: that, you know, from in May and June, I, you know, I did that. I messaged a lot of people when, mm. when, and especially on a thing like that, when you see people you know, sharing on the socials and saying this, that, the other, and it was, I felt uncomfortable not saying anything, I felt like I had to say, well, just so you're aware, this has stuck with me for a long time, um, hopefully now that you've learnt that this is what privilege you possess and what whatnot, all of that stuff that you're sharing, um this has stuck with me for a long time no conflict Um, needed no conflict needed and there doesn't need to be a shout and a just need to be like listen that stuck with me and i hope that you don't ever say anything like that again to anyone else because it is you know one of those things that isn't very nice to hear um but i also feel like people on that topic people feel scared to call things out and i think i've promised Mm. to myself that i am no longer gonna sit quiet about anything i think we're allowed to question and i think in especially in terms of the industry there's a big hierarchy and power but i don't think there should be a hierarchy within questioning why things aren't diverse or questioning why things aren't um you know inclusive of everyone i think we we as performers shouldn't feel like that isn't our place to say i think we are allowed to say well mm. is the company going to be of a diverse group of people. When I take this job, am I going to be represented in the creative team? Am I going to be, you know... I think that is... I think we sh- hopefully we get to a time where we're allowed to have those discussions and not feel like we might lose the job for questioning that. Um, yeah. But then again, I also think that's not really... I'm not probably the best person to call that out because any time I'm cast, it probably will be a diverse group of people. So it's very yeah, much... Yeah, It's very much a different type of... It should be like... Yeah, should be a different people calling that stuff out and asking those questions, but
1: yeah, amen. Oh, I feel good I after feel that. I feel good after
0: that chat. Let me tell you that. Cut to the grace.
1: <laughs> right, we. I wanna I want to get these quick fire questions in because I've got some juicy ones. Okay. 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 Um, but first, got a couple from Insta. Oh, great. Uh, live, live asks, what's the best way to cook bolognese?
0: <laughs> listen, I got called out on my bolognese bacon, yeah? Because I used a My man was cooking sauce. bolognese
1: with ketchup.
0: Listen, you've got to do it with the ketchup, though. It sweetens it up a little oh. bit. But listen, no. I, listen, I'm not here for chopped tomatoes. I just don't know what it is about them. Or I can't. Really? I can't, yeah, but you can season them yourself. Yeah, but I just, I don't really like, I don't know what it is. I the feel texture. like I can always trust the dolmio. I can trust it. I can trust it. It's a Dolmio day. That's all I know. That, you know, whack it in the whack it in the pan. Bish bash, bosh bosh. <laughs> Speeds up the process. But no, the the, the the spag bowl tasted good. So the best way to cook a spag bowl is the best way you want to. If you want to cook a spag bowl yeah. with mayonnaise, you cook it with mayonnaise. You do whatever you please.
1: Love that. You know what? Um, I'm here for it. I know some people who cook a spag bowl with dark chocolate. What? So Really? Yeah, apparently it makes it rich yeah apparently it makes it rich okay but you do you you know i'm not gonna come for you with your ketchup spag bowl.
0: Listen, you do you i'm all here for tips though if anyone has any tips on how to you know yeah. really really do it, i <laughs> slide into my dms i'm trying to be a big man on the cut to the grace but i actually don't really know how to do spag bowl, so please help me out
1: <laughs> um ruby asks what's your favorite hobby other than musical theater
0: Yes, I do have a life outside musical theatre. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know my favourite hobby is, you know, recently this past lockdown, I've loved, loved writing music. Um, that's been a nice therapeutic thing to do. But also my favourite I do love skateboarding. Skateboarding used to be my thing. Ooh. I used to love skateboarding. Um, and also my new favourite hobby is running. Um, I've started running. Saw that. I've started Get it. running. Um, and I, you know, I'm really, really enjoying it. So right now, as of this day, my favourite hobby is running.
1: Yeah, love that. Love a bit of running. Um, and just a little plug for your leave a light on that's coming. (laughs) Drop the date, drop the, uh, ticket info. And also, are we going to be getting some OG music?
0: Um, to the OG music, um... Props not, let me be real. I would love no. to. I would I would love to, but I think I yeah, I would love to, but I just don't think right now it's good enough. If I'm honest, I wanna, you know, share it when I know I'm no. when I'm when I'm yeah. conf- when I'm when confident, you're ready. When I'm confident. when I'm gonna put it out there with a bang, let me tell you, it's gonna come out with a yep. bang. It'll come out when it comes out, but I think for the but the day info is right let me tell you I need to get on my phone now because I, I don't know. Um it <laughs> don't is, know what day it is <laughs> today. <actually, the> <laughs> we don't know the day. Um, it is Wednesday the thirteenth of January. So next Wednesday or next Wednesday as of the day of filming but Wednesday thirteenth of January um at seven pm, seven thirty PM So come on down, book your ticket. Woo! The ticket link is in my Instagram bio. Um we'll have a little sing song. Um yeah, I can't, I, I can't wait. I mean, I always get so... I can't wait. I get so nervous doing these things because I'm like, gosh, it's just a lot of pressure, isn't it? But, you know, we just got to have a little sing song. you got
1: to do it. you, gotta have a little you sing got song. to put yourself out there. Do stuff that scares you. Got to do it. Um. Right, quick fire questions. Are you ready?
0: i never been more ready.
1: Do you have any weird quirks that we don't know about you?
0: Weird quirks? Um. I have a weird bendy finger
1: Ah! Oh, show me no one can see you so just show me on i Zoom. put my
0: finger like this right
1: oh and, and i can
0: wiggle the end of my finger like that oh
1: the tip yeah of your pinky yeah. finger just like
0: wiggles like whoa, whoa, I can, whoa i can do it on all of them
1: whoa i know
0: so weird so i weird. can't do that like, it really really that is a party trick wiggles
1: wow yeah um what is your dream <laughs> festival lineup
0: my dream festival lineup okay i'd want lauren hill mm, stevie wonder yeah. <gasps> um i'd want jocelyn brown um nice. and i'd want jennifer hudson i'd
1: want oh those, my god those
0: four under at the festival hyde park when Corona's done.
1: I thought John Legend would have been in that.
0: See, John Legend, but I find him a bit boring sometimes. As in, like, I love his voice, yeah. but then I couldn't watch him in a concert. Whereas, like, Stevie, I could watch him all day. Jennifer, you best oh believe. You best believe.
1: It's Jennifer Hudson oh. in a festival. Can you imagine?
0: Imagine. Spotlight. Yeah. Get it. Um,
1: How do you practice self-care?
0: Um, I take it every day, as every day comes. Um, I think self-care mm. is important and is... Um, individual to each person and just doing you know those things that make happy if you want to do a face mask do a face mark if you want to lay on the sofa all day lay on the sofa all day but if you want to go out and run a 5k run a 5k like yes. I, especially in lo- especially in lockdown do it as you please but always take care of your mind and your body that's that's the that's the, that's the, that's the key that's the key
1: um what do you want to call into your life in 2021
0: I want to call in more happiness and inclusiveness of my world. I want my, my Billy Luke Nevers world to be as inclusive as possible and happy as possible. Um, I mean, I care about this COVID world, but my Billy Nevers world needs <laughs> to be, you know, I want to be surrounded by, you know, different types of people and be, you know, as inclusive as I possibly can. So,
1: Oh, I love that. Um, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail Ooh. apart from shoot Donald
0: Trump uh, listen that would be number one if, if I knew I couldn't <laughs> fail probably go to the Capitol building no I'm not going to say about that uh, <laughs> um, if, I, if I knew I couldn't fail I would probably do like a master's degree in like law or do like a some like a or be a doctor go do some quick time doctor's degree if I knew I couldn't fail just go save some lives we'll some, quick
1: time doctor's yeah, degree Do a quick
0: little two weeks flash <laughs> course
1: <laughs> <laughs> two week course to be a doctor a
0: little online thing a little zoom course on. How to this
1: meet. is when all doctors who listen if any doctors are listening to so cut to the grace they are unsubscribing right now let me
0: tell you <laughs> a little brain Shout a little out brain, to brain surgeon doctors. course a little brain surgeon course online no, I mean, yeah, I mean, I do something crazy like that, like how to be a lawyer or a doctor or a, or maybe even be a prime minister because anyone can be one of those these days. So maybe try and do a prime minister. <laughs> <Isn't
1: it? laughs> Love that. Um, and last one, what is the best piece of advice you've ever received?
0: the um, Best piece of advice I've ever received is you have nothing to prove, only to share. You don't have to prove. Ooh. You don't have to prove yourself to anyone. You don't have to prove your talents or your, you know, anything like that. You only are sharing what you possess. And I always take that with me, in like auditions and stuff. Like, I'm only showing them what I can do, and I'm sharing my gift. If they don't like it, they don't like it. I don't need to prove anything to you, um, because if you don't like it. And um, so, who?
1: Do you remember who told you that?
0: Um, I got. To, I can't even. I think I read it, but Nicole, mm. Nicole Dennis said it to me not that long ago and I was like, I I love that quote. I forgot I love that quote because I used to say it all the time Mm. in... I used to, you know, I used to use it all the time when I was auditioning at college for the shows and stuff. I used to be like, I'm not, I, I don't need to prove oh. myself to you. I don't need to prove <laughs> myself to you. I'm just showing you that I can sing. That's it. Whereas I like,
1: mean, I didn't <laughs> have that mentality at college, so that is good. Oh,
0: that, anyone that went to college would be knows that I literally was like, I don't need to prove nothing to you. I was like, I'm here. I'm gonna <laughs> sing for you. If you want to hear me sing, I'll sing. But no, that's that's certified now. That's like, I don't need to prove anything. Yeah. Um, I'm happy with. Love that. I'm happy with what I got.
1: Lovely. Oh, Billy, thank you so... Billy, what what did I just
0: say? Billy, thank you so... (laughs)
1: Thank you so much (laughs) for coming on Cut to the (laughs) Grave.
0: Thank you for having me on Cut to the Grave. Thank you so much. It's been so much fun.
1: I miss you, my little bro. Yeah, I
0: miss you. I need to, you know, see you when we come back in, whenever we come back. I don't know when... When?
1: 28th of may uh, you best believe you best believe that's the date that's the date it's not changing it's not going any later the five that's guys the date. will
0: be with me in the dressing room on that date
1: yeah and then you'll be coming on <laughs> at some point in that time for kieran we'll all go
0: baby baby <laughs> with wet hair do you remember that time i went on stage with wet hair <laughs>
1: <laughs> no
0: no when i went I got, why did you do that i got thrown on mid-show and i just washed my hair so i came on with wet hair <laughs>
1: Of course you did. Yeah. Of course you did. No. I miss clocking your eyes in stronger.
0: Don't. Listen to if
1: it. you know, you know.
0: <laughs> God.
1: Oh, God. Billy's eyes darted left, right, left, right. <laughs>
0: nah, I can't. It's with Antoine, Antoine and Nathan. I have not missed those boys at all. Not one bit. Not one bit. Oh, love you so no, much. I love you can't, sis. Wait to see you, can't wait to see you. Love you.
1: Love you, bye.